What's going on, Cyclones fans? Jake Senholz back with you once again for another episode of Inside Cyclones Hockey. And unfortunately, the regular season and the playoffs have officially come to a close. Uh, So this will be not quite the last uh, regular season episode. I think we got one more in the chambers for you. This is going to be a mini episode, uh, just mostly me and Zach Surway talking some things over, reviewing the season as a whole, giving out some thank yous and some further thoughts as well, and already looking forward to uh, off-season um, action, off-season timelines, uh, the needs in the off-season, as well as already uh, planning for next season, uh, the Right, the uh, 2021-2022 season just ended a few days ago, but we're already looking forward to 2022-2023. Uh, Got to get all your ducks in a row here early, as we know the off season goes very, very quick in the game of hockey. So it's going to be very, very short from he- me here in the intro. Zach and I got about 20 minutes coming up for you. But next week's episode is probably going to be the all-encompassing end-of-season episode. We'll uh, take a, a final look at the final stat numbers and stat leaders in different categories for the Wausau Cyclones. We'll break down the, the final goaltending numbers, uh, go over the final record again, maybe kind of take a look at uh, who the Cyclones had the most success against and who they struggled the most with here this season. But... Um, just a quick uh, address of the playoff games if you didn't watch them on hockey tv or join us in wausau uh, the cyclones went to rochester for game number one was a very close game despite a wide wide margin in the shots on goal category zach dojan played very very well and and dojan actually uh, really rounded back into the form that we saw out of him early in the season Uh, in these last few weeks or even couple of months of the season. He earned himself back-to-back playoff starts uh, with a nearly 50-save performance on Friday. Then ultimately, it was the first period that decided things on Saturday. The Rochester Grizzlies came to play. They did not want to go back and play a third game on Sunday, and they made that known in the first period, scoring four times on the Cyclones and really just ultimately grabbing that game by the horns, taking control, and never relinquishing it. It was uh, just a 1-1 game following that first period, but the damage was done after 20 minutes. And the Cyclones ultimately fell on home ice by a score of 5-1. to one. What was really cool was uh, seeing the camaraderie, obviously some tears shed, some um, careers coming to an end after that lost on sat- loss on Saturday. And just a disappointing, bitter finish, I'm sure, for those guys who worked so hard all season long, had so much success. Uh, however, it was very, very cool to see the camaraderie. Um, nearly the entire team stayed out on the ice after uh, leaving the ice, going to the locker room, and, and spending some time together. A lot of guys went back out onto the ice. They were shooting around, goofing around. Mitch Miskovich was out there in full padding, uh, taking some shots. Uh, Dojan was out there shooting around, uh, shooting the puck around. Had some family members out there as well. Coach Bailey got in on the action. They were doing some breakaways, just having some fun. Uh, on the last official day of the season. So that was really great to see. And shout out to our our rink managers uh, who were willing to stay late, uh, almost till like 11 p.m. that night, and allow the guys to have their time on the ice. So, uh, again, Zach and I get into a lot of thank yous, but just want to throw a big, big thank you out there 
uh, to all of you who have listened to the podcast all season long, supported us in any which way possible. And again, we're going to have an all-encompassing end-of-season episode coming for you next week. I am Jake Sunholes. It's been a thrill. It's been an honor. And this is Inside Cyclones Hockey, my conversation with Zach Surway right after this. Hey, hockey fans. Head into Fleet Farm where you'll find everything you need. From tires to tree stands, drills to dog food, toys to tools, they've got it all. You can save even more at Fleet Farm when you join the Fleet Farm Rewards loyalty program. You get exclusive offers and it's totally free to sign up. Get everything you need at a low, low price at Fleet Farm. Shop in store or online today. Fleet Farm, proudly serving the Midwest since 1955. And welcome back inside Cyclones Hockey. Joining me now with a lot to talk about as the season is uh, has officially come to a close. Uh, we got a lot to recap about the season. Already looking forward to a lot in the offseason and already planning for next year. As you know, Zach, the, uh, the grind never stops. Uh, one season ends and the next one begins uh, seemingly right away. Uh, so it is the Director of Business Operations, Zach Surway. And Zach, let's just start with a recap of the season as a whole. And really, um, for first, uh, at the forefront and uh, foremost, the recap of our Saturday playoff game, the result on the ice, uh, not what anybody in the building uh, was was uh, hoping for, but still an exciting game uh, in numerous capacities. Uh, Gage Viersba scored a breakaway goal, which uh, made the crowd explode uh even though they were down what four four nothing or something at that point crowd still had hope crowd got back into it and sellout as sellout can be that building was jam-packed from standing areas to the bleachers uh our giveaways were very successful and the fans came and they were ready to cheer and everybody had a good time yeah it was uh exciting for everyone whether you're a broadcaster like yourself um a fan or person working on our staff um it was a, a cool environment to, to be a part of. I mean, essentially the the stands were packed um, already starting up at, at warm-ups. We opened the doors a little bit early um, to get everyone through and wish obviously they would have played a little bit better in that first period to make it a little bit more interesting. But overall from where the, uh, the franchise has come in Wausau over the last, um, 365 days is, is pretty remarkable, as you know, and it's definitely exciting. It's not the, the end of, of this season, but it's definitely just the start of something special, I think, here in uh, central Wisconsin. Yeah, 100%. Um, we have a handful or uh, a decent amount, actually, of age outs, a couple guys that have been with us for a couple of years that we are going to greatly miss. But uh, the bright side a lot of these guys, if they don't make it an A team, if they don't move up uh, in advance uh, to a different league, a lot of them are going to be returning. So it's only going to be um, even even more cohesive, uh, even more experience with each other, and uh, hopefully an even more successful season next year, uh, believe it or not, after ending up with 21 wins this year. Um, but we're already looking forward to next season, but a lot to uh, still address and recap uh, about this season. Um you want, we wanted to touch on, of course, uh, players, staff, uh, but most importantly, the fan support, the, uh, the fan, the fans all season long, they've shown up in droves. And, um, I think you and I really hammered home in the last couple of episodes, how important it was 
to show up early to that playoff game. And people took that to heart. I know you texted me at yeah. about 20 after five. I hadn't even left Stevens point yet. And you're like, we got a couple hundred people in this building already. So uh, <laughs> the, the fans have been listening and they really do. Uh, it's, it's nice to know that these segments that we do every week, people actually listen, pay attention and, uh, and uh, take to heart what we're saying. So that was uh, very, very cool to see that many people in the building that early, but overall, uh, incredible numbers as far as attendance uh, giveaways and all that stuff this year uh, in favor of the fans. Yeah, exactly. Um, I felt the same thing. We had all those people. I mean, shoot, there were people already showing up at five o'clock uh, for the, for the game on Saturday. So people are definitely excited about it. And from all the giveaways that we did from the uh, $2 beer nights, wiener dog races, teddy bear toss, um, the Jersey auctions, Socks giveaways, the uh, special game up in Eagle River, uh, Cowbell giveaway, the home opener with the magnet schedule, uh, military appreciation, ton of different promotions that fans got to to be involved in from uh, October 15th all the way through March 12th at Marathon Park. And it was definitely um, a huge uh, thank you goes out to the fans for supporting us all season long. And it was a nice uh, and to it uh, to see uh, see that solo crowd uh, here at Saturday's uh, playoff game versus Rochester. Yeah, we're hoping to kind of repeat that attendance, repeat those numbers on a consistent basis next year. Uh, would be incredible to average uh, that many people um, and uh, would only entice more giveaways and more positive things for uh, the you as the fans as well. So uh, definitely continue to keep on showing up and uh, we're hopefully uh, going to keep continuing to deliver an excellent product on the ice, which is where we're going to go next. I think you and I talked a little bit after the playoff game about how much credit uh, coach Colin Bailey truly deserves for putting together this roster, you know, handpicking a lot of these guys from different parts of the country. Um, I know having talked to him for the last couple of years, his philosophy on how to build a roster has kind of changed a little bit and man it worked out amazingly this year only after we a lot of turnover um in the rosters the last couple of years we only saw one guy uh get traded away leave the roster all season long three guys in total were brought in but two of them very early on in the season and then uh, you bring in a guy like Chase Heckerson uh, later on in the season and he's an impact player on special teams um assisted the uh, only goal of the night in the playoffs. So uh, it's it's just, it cannot be understated how well Colin did this year, picking out these group of guys that love each other, they play for him, they play for each other, and they really take their hockey careers seriously uh, at this point of their lives. So um, just a ton of, a ton of credit uh, to Colin, and I can't wait to see how he fills in, uh, fills in the gaps for next season as well. Yeah, I think it, part of that goes to uh, not only Colin, but the, the the new ownership this season and the really of a, a philosophy of investing in the um, opportunity, investing in the in the players to uh, go out and and bring those better players in. Um, you know, going out to those those different camps and organizing those, whether it's the Bowman Showcase, um, Woodbury, um, and then even going down to um, organizing those uh, preseason scrimmages down in Mason City, giving these guys an opportunity to really play the the best competition and uh, pick from the best. Um, and that's what you see on the ice is a, a better product over the course of the 
47 um, games here this season. Yeah, 100%. Uh, all that off-season work, and I know Colin tries to get to as many NAP events as possible or has eyeballs out there for him. I try and put my scouting hat on a time or two uh, when I'm doing off doing those tournaments as well. I've come up with a few goalies uh, that uh, I've kind of tossed his direction. We'll see what he does with that info in the coming years, but um, it's just a lot of hard work, and it ultimately – uh, all culminated in this roster, which I think uh, we all really, really enjoyed watching play and uh, it was an honor to get to broadcast uh, for such a good team uh, here in the Cyclones first year. Um, so that's kind of a, a little bit season wrap up as a whole. I know as we move forward, we'll probably do one or two more episodes in a row here to kind of wrap up the season. I know we got plans to talk to Colin at some point. We got plans to talk to Nate, our photographer all season long. Uh, maybe a straggling player or two. I guess we'll we'll kind of see before we officially move to the off-season edition of Inside Cyclones Hockey. But that's kind of a, a wrap-up on the season as a whole right now. So let's look forward to the off-season planning. Um, home opener in 2022. Do we already have uh, maybe some possible dates for that? Obviously, probably not opponents or schedule-wise. But what do we know um, about the off-season as far as scheduling and timing? Uh, we don't have a, a date uh, set yet by uh, the league. We'll be working on the, the planning of, of that here in the, the off season. But you can look for our 2022-23 schedule dropping mid to late July. Likely, if it was uh, an estimate, uh, my best estimate for a potential home opener will be the uh, second weekend in October. Um, don't. Uh, keep me by that, but by any means, but that would likely be the best guess or best guess for me on one that would be potentially um, the weekend of uh, October 7th or 8th at Friday, Saturday. Um, so stay tuned for that, but uh, it'll definitely be here. As you know, uh, the hockey season is a, a quick off season with it being such a, a long regular season running late September through the middle of March. Yeah, hundred percent. And um, even if it's not that exact second weekend, you know, maybe they end up on the road for the first couple of weekends or whatever. It will be definitely sometime right around that time uh, in October. So uh, as Zach said, keep checking the website, uh, keep listening to these podcasts and we'll have that info for you as soon as possible. Um, Zach, you might not have any inside info or there might not be any here, but we've seen some reorganization, some reshuffling as far as teams in inside of specific divisions um, over the last couple of seasons, are we expecting the same teams in the same division as we enter next year? I know a couple of years ago, Granite City leaves, a couple of teams change cities, change names. Um, should we expect the same competition uh, within the uh, the conference or the uh, division rather next season? Um, from everything that I've heard, uh, there won't be really any uh, realignment within our uh, specific division. So be looking fairly similar to what we got right now with Rochester, uh, Peoria, Oregon, and then, of course, uh, St. Louis and Milwaukee as well. So it's a fairly nice uh, mix. Uh, bus uh, travel schedules are too bad, minus the, uh, of course, the, the St. Louis trip. So uh, it's really bred some good rivalries, uh, obviously playing a postseason series here with, with Rochester, um, and then the proximity to Oregon and Milwaukee as well. So should be uh, interesting to see how 
um, the team matches up next season with those uh, in-division opponents. And a couple chances at revenge for the Cyclones as well. Uh, I know uh, they're going to be working towards the I-39 Cup all season long next year. Oregon uh, took home the inaugural I-39 Cup this season. Um, and then a chance, obviously, against Rochester, potentially in the playoffs again, as we all fully expect Rochester uh, to lock up a playoff spot again next year. So it uh, should be a very exciting um against those same teams that, like you said, we've built some pretty good relationships and rivalry rivalries with here in the first season. The NA3HL draft coming up on April 20th. Um, we're probably going to talk to Colin a little bit more about this as the time approaches too. Uh, but he is, uh, he typically likes to give some of those picks away in favor of tenders and uh, plays around a little bit. Uh, with some of the picks, and obviously we're not going to be drafting nearly as high this season as we have been in the past. Outside of that, uh, what do you know about the NA3HL draft? Uh, fans can stay tuned to uh, wassellcyclones.com. Here in a couple of weeks, we'll have uh, some more details on the exact picks that we own. I mean, like you just said, um, in terms of the, the picks uh, versus tenders, sometimes in most cases, the uh, a player tender is more valuable than a draft pick. So those will be in flux here as we uh, do some different transactions with some teams and acquiring tenders. Um, but the important thing to note about the draft on April 20th, it'll start at 1 p.m. and it will be broadcast live on Hockey TV. So you get a chance to uh, see what all the trans- player transactions that are happening over the course of uh that draft and see what future cyclones might be heading to also to make sure you hold on to those hockey TV subscriptions, at least through the month of April. I'm sure there's so uh, you can find some good stuff uh, in the summer months on there as well, but um, there's a reason to uh, keep hockey TV for at least another month here. You're definitely uh, going to want to tune in. If nothing else out of intrigue, interest, a lot of uh, young talent uh, getting drafted in those drafts, a lot of the higher picks, Uh, do end up uh, going straight to the NAHL or they become extremely impactful players in the NA3. So definitely something to keep uh, your eyes on. Uh, And so that's uh, a lot about the offseason. Like I said, we're going to keep you updated as we move on through the offseason episodes. But already looking forward to next season. Uh, We harp on it all the time, but we cannot do this alone. Um, Just us as a staff, the players, we need other people, uh, community involvement, billet family involvements. And we need interns as well. Uh, we had one main intern, Lucas, this year, who just did a, a phenomenal job. He was always there uh, and kind of knew all the ins and outs and uh, was extremely, extremely reliable this season. Uh, but, Zach, we're looking for more interns. And, again, thank you to Lucas, uh, Billet families, and corporate partners as well for the next season. We are. So, I'll first start off uh, with Billet Families. They can uh, People can just head to wassellcyclones.com backslash Billet Families. Um, there's an application uh, right at the top of that web page. And uh, on that page as well, it gives you some more details about the uh, Billet process and, and what kind of we're all looking for with that. Um, shout out to all the Billet Families here this season. We had a, a really, um, really great group of Billet families, um, and also that went along with having a, a good group of, of players, um, also that truly built a unique bond over the course of the six months that they that they were here. So it's a, a special relationship 
um, where they become a true part of your family. And in most cases, they do um, keep up each other uh, or keep up with each other throughout even their college hockey career and, and beyond. So it's a, a unique relationship that, uh, that builds throughout the junior hockey um, ranks. And it's definitely something that we, we don't, uh, don't take for granted at all. And then also, if, uh, in terms of the internships, you can, you can head to wassailcyclones.com and just click on the Get Involved tab, and you'll be able to find more information about internships um, on that um, page as well. And then uh, last but certainly not least, uh, the fine groups that uh, sponsor us all season long allow us to do so many giveaways uh, by far. Uh, the most across the NA3, which is something that we uh, take a ton of pride in here in Wausau. Uh, our corporate partners, we're looking for new partners uh, all the time. There might be, probably will be some um, intrigue and some opportunity to get in uh, as far as sponsorship on this very podcast. Uh, we'll have details of that to come eventually, but uh, a ton of opportunities to work with the Wausau Cyclones in this upcoming season. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I think uh, a lot of people will be obviously interested in the success that the team had this this offseason as we continue to, to build relationships um, here in central Wisconsin. So if you want to if you own a business or know of someone that owns a business um, and you think that they could be a, a good fit and are looking to uh, get their name out and support uh, something that is um, focus on family fun here in central Wisconsin. You can just head to uh, wassacyclones.com backslash sponsors. There's a forum to uh, fill up there and uh, we'll connect with you and uh, schedule an opportunity to, to sit down and see what your goals are and see if they can help um, or see if they align uh, with our goals here at the Cyclones. All right. Beautifully said. Uh, like I said, off the top, we had a lot to address. Um, I think we got through it in a decently timely manner, but uh, I just want to throw out one last thank you to uh, all involved this season, uh, all you as listeners and fans. We've done good numbers, uh, a lot of people listening uh, this this year to the podcast, and it's more than just download numbers. We hear a lot of positive feedback. Um, sponsors want to get on the podcast. We've had a good number this year, and parents really reached out, especially the ones I've heard from a couple in California, Colorado, you know, parents that logistically are not going to be able to make it to a game in person, but they said they feel very connected and very appreciative of uh, the team through the podcast. So um, we've been doing this for what three full seasons now. So we really do appreciate mm -hmm. the feedback and uh, we appreciate everybody that's shared the podcast to their own platforms, like late rated, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, we're going to do it again next year where you have a chance to uh, win some great Cyclones merch. All you got to do is share the podcast uh, each and every week. So we really do appreciate you listening, tuning in every week and uh, listening to Zach and I uh, ramble on for what, 32 episodes in a row now. So we, uh, we really appreciate it. So I think that is uh, pretty much going to do it for this episode. Like I said, um, we are going to have one or maybe two more official in-season episodes, and then we'll transition and let you know how the off-season uh, episodes are going to work. So, Zach, thank you for your time and all the information. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Go Clones. Go Clones. That is Director of Business Operations for the Wausau Cyclones, Zach Serway.
Tommy's Express Car Wash has everything you need to keep your car clean. And with locations in both Weston and Wausau, it's never been more convenient. With their amazing conveyor belt loading system and license plate recognition technology, you can be in and out in three minutes or less. Plus, take care of the inside of your car with free vacuums and floor mat washers right there on site. Tommy's Express on Schofield Ave in Weston and Bridge Street in Wausau.